Welcome to the Think Orange podcast, where we want to encourage and equip leaders like you who are investing in the faith and the future of the next generation. I'm your host, Dave Adamson, and in this season of the podcast, we're interviewing some of the humans who will be part of Orange Conference 2022 in April. We'll talk about what it means to be human, how your church can better care for the humans in your community, and some of the new things happening at Orange Conference 2022. And today, I'm so excited that you get to hear from Crystal Chang and Jamal Jones about how to get the most out of your Orange Conference experience. Crystal is the Executive Director of Volunteer Strategy at Orange, and she's been to eight Orange conferences, so she's got all the tips and tricks to help you get the most from this year's conference. And Jamal is the Orange Curriculum Guide, and he's attended Orange Conference in the past as a ministry leader. So together, they're gonna give you everything you need to know to get the most out of Orange Conference 2022. Check this out. Here's what we know is true. You're listening to this podcast because you believe in what you do as a ministry leader. You know that every early morning, late night, and meeting that could have been an email is so worth it. And when you believe in what you do this much, you do everything you can to make it better. You know that the mission is too important not to try something new. And that's why we created the Redesign Your Ministry to Last course from Orange Masterclass. Join Reggie Joyner as he unpacks the five essential values for your ministry that will last far beyond a person, a model, or yes, even a pandemic, and innovative strategies to help you elevate them in your ministry. Start working on your ministry, not just in your ministry, today by going to orangemasterclass.com. Jamel! My Where are you in the world right now? I'm in my hometown of Richmond, Virginia, and two up, two down, as we sometimes say to ourselves, about ourselves, and I am hype, as I always am. And Crystal, just for the people, let them know where you are at in the world. Where in the world is my friend Crystal Chang? People say I am in Atlanta. People who live here say we are in Atlanta, but you know the truth because you have been here. We are at least an hour north of the city. Um, I am in my home office right now and uh, getting ready to go to the Orange offices and think about all things Orange Conference because next week, next week, we will be in the same city True. Doing Orange Conference with thousands yep. and thousands of our friends. Yes, we will be. Hopefully, the people that are listening to this podcast right now or watching it potentially are already preparing themselves to be there with us. That's what I hope. But if you haven't, it's not too late. And we'll talk about that at the end. Oh, I am so excited. And this is our first Orange Conference on staff together. Woo-hoo! Yeah, it is. You have been an attender for years and years. And then we said, hey, will you come and act like you're on our staff and volunteer with us for a while, please? And now you are on staff. Um, and I know you got tips for the people. This is my decade anniversary of Orange Conference. I'm Ooh. 10 years in. 10 wow. years in. Some of my favorite memories. But we've learned some things along the way. And we have yeah. asked some of our friends to send us a list of things that they wish they knew at their first Orange Conference. And we got that list to talk through today. I'm so excited. And a lot of it, were you surprised by this, that this list came back with a lot of before you show up packing items? I was surprised by that. So was I. 
I love it. I'm not that organized of a packer. <laughs> so that was definitely, I'm going to use these tips myself, actually, <laughs> for show. So, and I, I've been to, this will be my sixth Orange Conference. And I am even myself from this. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. So whether this is your first Orange Conference or your sixth, or maybe even year 11th, you might still learn something that will be helpful to your experience this year. It's true. All right. So, Jamel, give me, if you're packing, what do you have to have in that suitcase? You're coming to Orange Conference. What is it? The number one thing you have to have if you're packing for Orange Conference is two pairs of shoes at least. I actually go three pairs of shoes. I hate it that I do it, but I do. I do three pairs because you need one pair, just normal pair. They need a second pair because... Sometimes the feet feel fresh after you change up the shoes. It's like different pressure points hit differently. And after a long day of walking, and when you switch them out like halfway through the day, the feet feel refreshed, like they can keep going. And then I normally pack a rain pair of shoes. Now, sometimes check the weather. And if it's absolutely not going to rain, I don't bring the the rain shoes. But sometimes I bring them just in case because you never know. That's good. That's good. Multiple pairs of shoes are necessary. What we're trying to tell you is there is a lot of walking, like a lot, a lot, and maybe even more this year than in past years. So if you are coming in with your cute shoes, like more power to you, but maybe pack some emergency sneakers because like, yes, it's a lot. And every year there's like some poor person who, you know, they're new, they're like hobbling (laughs) and you know, you know, they're in pain and I don't want that for anybody listening. Um, I don't want that for you. This was such a good tip. If you are flying in or you are staying at a hotel and you are packing that luggage, pack some extra space. Yes. Tell them why. Right? Because the Orange Store, first of all, the Orange Store at conference has the best prices of the whole year. So, like, you should know that. You're never going to find things cheaper than you do at conference. So, that's why people stop. Well, not. But everybody has that one year where they bring the carry-on because they think that they're going to like sail through the airport with their little carry-on. And then they end up going back with like bags of items and awkwardly shaped and posters. And it's just like, it's a lot. So I would say, make sure you pack some extra room for the things that you definitely want to bring home with you. And there are things that you're like, no, I want this in bulk. I want a copy of lead small for all of my volunteers, or I want a copy of that new communicating to middle schoolers book for every single person in my ministry who works with middle schoolers. You can order those things in bulk. You don't have to like carry a hundred of them back on the plane. I mean, you can. Absolutely not. But But you still should. You can, but you should. It's worth the money to pay for it to get shipped to the church or to your house or wherever it needs to be shipped. So make sure you have that in your mind. To do that. Because I also like free you in your spirit, you know, like, you know what, I can get this thing for my whole team. And I know I don't have to take it with me. And it's worth it. It's worth it. And you don't want Frontier Airlines to lose like three bags full of books. So (laughs) get that stuff shipped to your hometown. Um, And here is something else to just think about as you're packing, as you're getting ready, pack some extra time with you. Because... I'm so sorry, what? Pack some extra time with you. I know people pack those schedules. Like, like, like a watch? No. no, I mean, when you look at your schedule, make sure you're building in some extra time. Extra there time to go. get from the airport to the arena. Extra time to get from arena to breakouts because the arena has had a makeover. 
even if you've been here a lot of times before, you're probably going to see uh, that buildings look different. The parking situation is different, better, but different. And it may take a while to get to the places you want to go. Also, this year, this is new. If you've Ooh. been a million years in the past, you know that all the breakouts in the past were held in one building, one yeah. very, very crowded building. But That's in order to truth. make space this year, to make space for physical space, dancing, yes, and also to like make some extra space for specific ministry groups to get together, they're off site. So all the youth ministers are in one specific location. All the next gen leaders are in one location. All the kids leaders are in one location, but you got to figure out time to get from one location to the next. So as you're packing, take a look at that schedule, figure out where you can build in some time to make sure your team gets where they need to go next. Okay. Real quick about which people is where, because this is important to know. Uh, So if you are a kids, well, rephrase, this is specifically for the breakouts. Main session stuff is all in the same place. Yep. yep. But different. It's all in the main auditorium, which we call the Gas South Arena. That's the name. And if you are going to your breakouts, which breakouts are which day? I'm sorry, I don't have it memorized. I haven't like fully locked in. That's you're Thursday, good. Breakouts right? are all day Thursday. All day, all Thursday. day Thursday, we have breakouts. So if you are a kids ministry leader, your breakouts are in the main arena, which is called the Gas South Arena. That's where kids breakouts are going to be. If you're going to be in the student breakout area, then that's going to be at Cross Point Church. Yep. Cross Point Church for the student breakout area. And that's where I'm going to be. So, hey, come on, that's your boy. And if you are going to be in the leadership and family ministry breakout track, that's going to be held at Gwinnett Church. Gwinnett Church. So those are the breakout spaces and who's going to be where. And what's nice to know, Crystal, about Thursday is a little bit about transportation. You're going to be there literally all day. Yep. Except for... You're going to be there the majority of the day. The only time you'll be back all together will be at the evening session, like after dinner. So you'll start the day in your breakout spaces. So this is a little bit of like a pro tip. So if you are with a team and you have only one car, then you just need to make the time to drop everybody off at their appropriate spaces. And they're there for all of the breakouts. And then you make a full round to pick everybody up at the end. Yes. In fact, we made it as easy as possible. If you are coming with a team and everybody is sharing a car, make sure your next gen or your leadership or your family pastor person that they take the car because their location is the farthest away and they pick everybody up on the way back. There we go. See, we're looking out for y'all. We're thinking ahead stuff. All right. I got another pro tip. And listen, nobody's going to take me up on this, but this is the pro tip of pro tips. Well, I, I have a pro tip of pro tips in my opinion. So let's hear yours first. Okay. Okay. Hear me out on this. If you want the front parking space at the oh, arena. This is, this is a good pro tip. Keep right? Going. I've done this. I have done this one myself and it was amazing. If you want the front parking space, when mm-hmm. you fly in, you yep. rent an electric vehicle. You rent an electric Ooh. car. Because the very front row is reserved for EVs and you don't have to park three miles. I'm kidding. It's for not three miles, but you don't have to park really far from the door. You get that front row parking if you rent the EV and there's a charging station in that front row. So you're not paying for gas. Anyway, front row parking. 
you just changed the whole game for so many people. I'm telling you. Every person, I'm going to go through that uh, electric vehicle EV parking area, and when people get out their car and go, did you listen to the podcast? I know you did. Give me that bell. Or are you just a person who has an electric vehicle? I'm not sure which one. I'm going to find out, though. If you see me walking through the area, that's why. I love it. I love it. Okay. So we've talked a little bit about breakouts. Let's talk about main session. Oh, okay. Never been to a main session. I tell this every staff member, every volunteer, you don't miss that opener. You don't miss opening session. You get there early. You find a seat because there is just something magic about that first session. Am I right? Absolutely. The experience of being in a room with people that all care about the next generation and that is how like the synergy, like it's electric up in there. And thematically, it really sets the stage for everything. So of all the main sessions, number one, I'm going to say also is the most important for the feelings, for the feels, and also for the head. For real. It, like it sets the tone for the whole team. That main session gets everybody in. And then that's the thing you talk about when you go into all the other sessions. Remember when they did this? Remember when they brought a marching band? Like, remember when it was crazy? That one yep. is so fun. There's also another you can't miss it session. Yes. Well, which you know which one? People are going to want to miss this session. People always skip this one. And I'm like, this, Tell is, them why. this is the one. Every year on Thursday night, we do seriously night and it's a night of comedy it's a night where we as christian people and church people kind of poke fun at ourselves not in a mean-spirited way but in a you know that's that's us kind of way yeah (laughs) yeah as a way to get ourselves a little bit outside of ourselves to go you know what give us good perspective on some of the things that we do that maybe we should rethink a little bit and i i know that for those who are leading a team, it can be difficult to get team meeting time together. And sometimes I've talked to leaders who are like, we just skip seriously night because it's like, not like deep content. It's yeah. comedy. And I would just encourage anybody listening, hey, don't skip it for that reason. Because your team needs this as much as they need deep content. They also need yeah. a shared experience. They also need yes. to be human. That's the theme for this year. To be yep. human and laugh together and have a yes. moment of levity in a year that's been so heavy, like especially medicine, but especially laughing that. in a mass of thousands. There's just something great about that. So don't take that from the team. Make sure you get to seriously night. That one's a can't miss for me. Yes, absolutely. Can't miss seriously night. You have to be okay to just enjoy something together. And I think that's mad important. It will be helpful for everybody. Don't miss it. All right, Jamel, tell me, because you've been multiple times. Yes. Where is the best spot to get into and sit in the arena? Because everybody has a different theory on this. Like there's a big crowd. Everybody's crowding around that front door. And then you go in and there's like 10,000 seats. So where do you go? Yes. So here is my theory on it. Okay. My theory is... Everybody tries to get in like the central, like once you walk through the doors, people just kind of go bolt to those doors. And my thought is, all right, here's what I want. I want to go to the sides, okay? Because at the sides, you get a certain vantage point. You're not straight on, but you're able to kind of see everything all at once from the sides. So my teams, we always avoid the crowd and like the bum rush of the front. And also 
we enabled ourselves to get a vantage point of everything that we like. Because if you get too straight on, you really can just see like the stage. But when you're on the sides, you're able to kind of see the stage and everybody. And in some ways, sometimes the reactions of others have an ability to give you a different feeling than just the reaction of what's on the stage. So that's my theory. What's yours now? I'm curious. Okay, I I am with you. Some people are going straight in those front doors. You get to the front row of the floor seats. I am an up in the stands kind of girl. I want to look yes. down. I want to see what's going on on stage. Want to see who missed their cue if they missed their cue. I want to see. Oh, like, you're trying to expose how, people. Okay. How the crowd is reacting. It's is great to go in the side, but also lots of people don't know this. The arena is a circle, right? So when you enter, you're on a floor that goes around the entire arena. And true, that's true. There's so much going on that I think sometimes people miss that if you keep walking around past those front doors, past the store, you get into an area where we call it the phase gallery. And that oh. is to me one of the most special spots of conference if you don't ever walk and sometimes like gallery i think gives us the wrong impression it sounds like an art yes. museum right yes. and i'm like no thank you i'm not setting <laughs> up to go to the art museum at the back of the arena yes. but no, no, no. this is not that this is an interactive experience where you can walk through every stage in a kid's life yes. every year Every year I find ministry leaders stuck in a phase back there and they just can't yes. stop taking pictures, can't stop looking. Um, and some of them, the real pros, this is what they do. Yep. They go into that area and they take pictures and they recreate it at their churches. So the yes. parents do the same thing. They take all the pictures, they recreate all the installations there. And I see them on Instagram for the rest of the year. That's okay. And we clap we love that. We applaud it. Take we that do. as like a walkthrough of inspiration for your whole team. Um, it is, it's a can't miss. And I meet people who have come to conference for years and have never been to the gallery. And when they see it, they're really, like, yeah. Yeah. Because in some ways there's just so much going yeah. on <laughs> that yeah. you could just be engaged and interested by what's right outside the door. There's normally some person with the microphone that's challenging you to a lip sync battle. I've done that several years in a row. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then there's, you know, I don't know exactly what there's going to be because again, the place is going to look different, but you want to at some point take a walk around everything with the whole yes. team Yes. at some point, whether that's at one of the lunch breaks or what, at some point, take a walk around the whole arena, look at the different vendors that we're going to have, just so you can get a taste of it and see which things are worth for you and your team coming back to and spending time with. But let's just tell you that as Crystal has, the gallery is for show it. It's, it's a learning place and also it can kind of be a little bit of an emotional place as well because they're recreating these scenes and depending on your age some of these scenes won't be specific to you but it's all relatable no matter how old you were pretty much most people at some point learned how to ride a bike i mean if i'm wrong like please correct me and let me know (laughs) but that though there are those kind of things in it as well that we all can take a moment to reflect on what we were like at every certain phase to help us better serve the kids who are in those phases right very now. So I'm with you. Phase galleries for show, but take a walk around the whole thing and see everybody and figure out what's most helpful for you. 
I love it. Jamel, okay, so you brought up something that I love, which is you kept talking about when you come with your team, do this with your team. And I think a lot of people don't realize this. There are youth ministry and children's ministry conferences around the country, but Orange Conference is the conference to come to with your whole family ministry team. Everybody. The whole area. That's true. Um, and, 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 you and, know, even, and let's let's give a quick nod to Rethink Leadership because yep. we are set up so you have the ability to bring your lead pastor, your executive pastor, whatever words and language you use, your next-gen fast pastor, family ministries pastor, student, kids, preschool, the your key high-level lead volunteers. There's we we have something for all of them specifically. That's special and important. It's huge because family ministry teams. I mean, all of you listening, you know this. They have to work together week in, week out, but rarely get the chance to learn together, to be inspired together, to fill up together. They're always pouring out together. And so when we're all learning in different places, I come back with my best idea, but you weren't there. And it doesn't necessarily sound like the best idea to you. And we can't quite get each other on the same page. And sometimes senior leadership, they have the vision, but they're trying to get everybody else on the same page or Kids mm-hmm. ministry sees, you know, sees what's ahead and they're trying to get everybody else on the same page. And this is a beautiful moment in the year of your church to get everybody on the same page at once and sit together and go, yep. what are we doing for the next year? Let's use the same language. All the breakouts are designed so that if I go to the youth ministry one and you go to the kids ministry one, we're speaking uh-huh. the same language when we come yep. out. And then. Yep. That's just an incredible opportunity. And so I would say, hey, if you're coming and then you just went for the first time, like I'm the only one coming from my church, there's still time to sign people up or you can invite them to attend digitally. But if you can bring a team member from your church, it just provides this synergy for the rest of the year that I wouldn't want you to miss. So I know we have a whole list of things for teams that are attending uh, and I don't want to miss any. We believe the work you do on the front lines with kids and teenagers is the most important work in the world. Every meeting with a small group leader, email to parents, and late night supply run matters because you're helping kids and teenagers develop an everyday faith. On average, you have about 40 hours this year to influence the faith of kids and teenagers who come to your programming. That means you need to be intentional about your messaging strategy. Orange Curriculum is a comprehensive strategy for birth to high school. Each age group curriculum not only provides you with strategic messages to engage kids and students with biblical truths, but also resources to help you train volunteers and partner with parents. To start using Orange Curriculum to spend less time planning your message and more time doing what only you can do, building relationships. You can get started today at tryorangefree.com. That's tryorangefree.com. Even Jamel, what are your like top team tips? If you're bringing a team, what do you think they should do together? The from personal experience, the most helpful thing to do is at some point, whether it's while you're still in Atlanta, which I think is Ooh. ideal, or a specific planned long stretch of time, at least I mean I would say at least two hours mm-hmm. or more have a time to debrief all together. Everybody is around the table or on the Zoom or whatever it looks like for you to be able to share what they kind of brought from the conference. Because, 
an unfortunate pro tip, I suppose, because I think if you don't do that, then you end up having a bunch of really good ideas that don't necessarily work together or aren't intentionally moving together. And that's just not the the best use. It's a good use, but it's not the best use of Orange Conference. And I think that when everyone's able to really figure it out together and share it together, that makes you just go so much better. The Holy Spirit's kind of move and work through y'all in a more effective way. Can I can I say that with the Holy Spirit? I don't know. Yeah. That's that's how I feel. We'll check my theology later. <laughs> I w- no, I'm with you. That debrief time is key because we all know what it's like to go to a conference. And then we like have all these ideas. We're so inspired. And then three weeks later, we can't remember what they were. Or if we do remember, we don't remember how to do them. Or life just gets busy and we just can't. So that debriefing as a team not only helps solidify it in our brains, but also helps hold us accountable to take those ideas into the future. Yeah, like I I will be talking about this again for sure on this night or this afternoon. So that helps you to to be a little bit more focused and attention on it. Absolutely. That's powerful. I love those. Okay, Um, I'm going to get real, real practical with a couple of team tips right now. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do it. All right. I know... I know we all need our coffee. I am drinking my cold brew right here as we speak. But can I tell you, mm. there is a Starbucks across the street from the arena. Wow, this is mad practical. You give it like an address or something? Like, what truth. is it? Listen, this year is Be Human. We need to speak to the humans. People are like, I don't need to know about the breakouts. I need to know about the coffee. Okay. <laughs> yes. There is a Starbucks so real. across the street from the arena. It is in a Kroger, always crowded. You will not get out of there within an hour. So let me help you. There is coffee for free in the arena provided by Phoenix Roasters. They have an incredible model where they literally roast and sell coffee so that whatever comes into the offering of their church, they can just be generous with it and give it away. And the coffee just sort of pays for their daily functioning, uh, keeps the lights on. I know. It's amazing. Phoenix Roasters is free inside the arena. Now, if you are off site and you do need a Starbucks, Meadow Church Road. That one is empty. The line is empty. They're ready Meadow for here, but I'm you, road. that across the street one is, is brutal. And I don't want you to get caught up in that and miss a whole session. I would also say if you're drinking all the coffee, please bring a water bottle, bring a water yes. bottle. We I have my water bottle right like. here. This can't be like youth camp where kids are passing out in the front row because they're dehydrated. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We, 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 we too grown for that mess. We too we grown. We are too grown. And if you are going to try to buy a water bottle in that arena, it's going to cost you $5. So bring a water bottle with you. Please. Um, Fill up when you're leaving the hotel, please. You know this from coming to Orange Conference over and over. There is food in the arena. There are also food trucks that show up that are delicious. They are some of the best spots to eat. Um, But if you are venturing off-site, people do not know this, that the arena is in the heart of the best Asian food district in Atlanta. Oh, really? Talk that talk. Like, what's like one place they got to go? They can only go to one of the Asian food restaurants. Now, don't don't hold me down to one. Don't hold me down to one. You got to give them two then. Like, give them some options here. Okay, listen, if you give them names, they can Google later, you know, give them names, give them names. I am a lover of all Asian foods. And I am telling you, 9292 Korean barbecue is near there. 9292. They are fantastic. Korean barbecue. I love that. 
If you're feeling adventurous, Jay's mini hot pot is fantastic. Now, if you're coming from California and you've got like all the best Asian food, don't judge us. But if you are from (laughs) that's a good preface. This is good. Don't leave our handles for social media. People will come for us afterwards. It wasn't as good as I thought, Crystal. Like, get out of here. Sweet Hut Asian Bakery. If you got to go somewhere for breakfast, Sweet Hut is the place to go. It is where I will be going for breakfast. I will see you there. It is so good. Um, So that's like my practical tip. You find your coffee. You find your Asian food. You bring your water bottle. Try to keep yourself alive during conference because there is a whole lot to learn. And we want you to be well hydrated and well fed in the middle of it. Yes. Well, with that said, since you threw in your food tip of your love right. of Asian, I have a personal love of chicken wings, actually. I, I fashion myself, Crystal, a chicken wing connoisseur, all yes. right? And in my studies, I have found that apparently Atlanta is one of the chicken wing kings of the country. And maybe you watch the television show Atlanta with Donald Glover, or maybe you don't. You just like chicken wings. Or maybe you listen to hip-hop music and you hear Rick Ross talk about lemon pepper all the time. Let me tell you why. Atlanta is the home, the origin story, if you will, of the lemon pepper flavor, or at the very least, the perfectors of it. So if you love wings, every wing spot has a lemon pepper flavor. And you got to, got to get it. I have lemon pepper in other places as well, but no place hits like Atlanta. So really pick any wing spot. Just search in chicken wings and you'll get everything's good. Everything's better in Atlanta when it comes to chicken wings, in my personal opinion, as I have, you know, surveyed, you know, the nation, the few states I've been in (laughs) of chicken wings. So that's my specific food tip. Get yourself some lemon pepper wings at some point if you were a wing lover. I'm telling you, Jabelle, I had some lemon pepper wings this weekend, and it is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Okay. I believe you. We got a lot of oh, tips. Oh, oh, one, thing about, one more thing yeah. about food. One more thing about food. So I would encourage you to overall bring some extra money. Save up this week <laughs> or do what you got to do to get your budget a little bit bigger for this week because there might be some people that you meet that you want to get to know better. This was one of my personal tips. And I just, I personally didn't spend for like the month before a conference on certain things. Like, you know, just little things. I was like, should I buy this? You know what? I don't need that. I'll just go into the youth ministry closet and grab another um, item to use for tonight's game. I'm not going to buy a game. And I held up some money so that when I was at conference, I I could treat some people for lunch and be like, hey, I met you. You have encouraged me and helped me. Like, let me let me bless you a little bit with some lunch. It's on me. It's really on the church, but that's what that money's for. And we do the dining and such. So I would encourage you to bring a little extra money, a little extra food for the homies that you're going to make at Orange Conference this year. You know what? You bring up the best of all the tips. And that is every year when people leave, we say, what was the best thing about Orange Conference? And they don't talk about the sessions. They don't talk about the store. They don't talk about the content. They don't talk about the music, although all those things are great. They exactly. Always, all those are great. But even better is. Always say the people. Always. They say, I met people who do what I do and love what I love. And I stay connected to them for the rest of the year. And that is the best thing you get. In fact, that's one of the reasons we put 
all the youth ministry people together and all the kids ministry people together and all the senior leaders together. So you can exchange phone numbers. So you can exchange Instagram. So you can take somebody to lunch and just spend some time getting to know somebody who thinks like you do or loves the same age group you love. Even if you don't work with people who think like you do, or you don't live in a community with people who think like you do, this is like, The tip of all tips, you come ready to get to know people and then you keep yes. those relationships going for the rest of the year. Yes. So you don't got to be an extrovert here. Like I would encourage you just to meet two people. Yep. New potentially. Yep. If you're coming in, not really knowing anybody at Convert besides your team, just meet two new people. The first person is somebody who's sitting near you. Normally, because again, we're all in the same spaces, you'll probably see somebody that you recognize in a second breakout. So I would encourage you, if you see them twice and they look nice, which all of them should be, I hope, (laughs) uh, they look nice, introduce yourself and say, hey, I do this in my church. What do you do at your church? And this is like the one place we're asking, what do you do is actually like a nice, helpful question. (laughs) And you, you figure it out and then hopefully you've made a new homie and now you can exchange information and keep up. And when you need someone outside of your church to interact with, just maybe to process, maybe to learn, maybe to ask some questions, you got somebody. And then that's the first person. The second person, Crystal, is, in my opinion, people are, if you use the curriculum, if you already use Orange, buy it, or partner, all that stuff. These people are the most important part of the whole curriculum strategy. They are your Orange specialists. And it's a sad fact that some people are partners and use orange and don't even know their orange specialist is change that at conference this year you need to make a new ministry partner friend you need to meet your orange specialist there'll be signs about them you'll figure out who they are you'll meet them you'll love them and they'll help you out more than anything that is a thing people don't know that orange specialists, they're not salespeople. They are like nope. ministry coaches. They're people who have done this role for more than 10 years and they are literally just there to help bounce ideas off of, maybe connect you to resources or connect you to someone else around the country who does what you do. And they are spending all of their time at Orange Conference just meeting with people like you. So yes, make an appointment with your orange specialist. Jamel, I'm so excited. I feel like I could talk about this forever, but okay, let's let's make sure that we don't miss the people who don't have tickets yet. If you don't have tickets and all of a sudden you're like, oh no, that's next week, what do they do? Well, the first thing that they should do is go to theorangeconference.com, all right? Theorangeconference.com and go to that website and all of the potentials that you could go through are there. That's the first thing to do. If there's a way for you to buy tickets for how many people, they got some suggested hotels, things like that you could call to see if it's even possible to still make it. That's the first thing. And then if you, if hopefully you go there and realize I can make it, let's do this. Hopefully you can do that. If you do that and realize, oh man, I actually can't make it. Then we actually have orange conference digital. We have a digital experience. And it's not just watching what's happening live. There actually is the ability to do unique virtual breakouts and you'll actually have your own hosts, consistent hosts throughout the experience, unique things that only you as a digital people will experience. So it's not just watching a live stream. It's way more, it's more interactive than that. 
And I would encourage you to go that route. And that also is at theorangeconference.com. Just look for the Orange Conference digital tab and get all the info for that there. Yep. Just like you, we're all in a brave new world where we're doing things live and we're doing things digital and making them both the best they can be. And either way, I am so excited to see you. Jamel, I'm excited to hang out with you in person next week. We're going to get some yep. wings and we yeah, will, we will. See you guys there. But wait, hold on, hold on, Crystal, hold on, wait, Crystal. Wait, wait. Oh, okay. You might have been, you might have been holding something out on these people. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You might have been holding out, like you said okay. you had your most pro tip of pro tips, but as we close, is there anything else that you're like, this is the greatest pro tip of all time and I'm going to leave y'all with it, even though maybe I shouldn't even, it's such a pro tip. You got anything like that for the people? I do, so I can go first if you need a little more time to think, but I just wanted to make sure. You got to go first because now I'm okay. nervous. I thought we were done. done, and now I'm like, oh, I got to come up with a better just, This This is for the people that have stayed to the bitter end of the podcast. Because yes. some people, you know, they listen, they go, okay, okay, I got what I need, and I'm gone. I got this is for This is to reward you for being the person that I stayed. We'll leave with yours, Crystal. So this is the pro tip of all pro tips. You might even need to be a certain type of personality to do this. Yep. And I'm okay with that. This was the pro tip that I firsthand discovered. Here's the deal. The speakers at Orange Conference essentially have nothing to do but speak at Orange Conference. So they are actually more free this week than they might ever be. So if you are going and you have a speaker that you're like, man, it'd be great to meet that speaker. This is your chance. DM them on Instagram, Twitter, the social media handle. The worst that they can do is say no. But now, this was before. Maybe things are different now. But every, every, and I've done this for several people, every speaker that I asked, hey, do you have time for me to take you out to lunch or get you a coffee or something and just like talk to you? And these are people that I appreciated beforehand. You know, I know who they are. Like I've read their books, listened to their podcasts, stuff like that. And I said, hey, like, do you have time for me to take you out to coffee for like 30 minutes to an hour, depending on your availability? Every single one of them has said yes. So if you want that inside, so I'm gonna name names. I'm just because I'm gonna appreciate them. Katie Edwards, she's done that for me multiple times. She's the best. Tom Shunis, he's done that for me multiple times. He's the best. I was nobody except just a person in the front row who asked, hey, can I have 30 minutes of your time? And they said yes. So. If that's your kind of personality, I would heavily encourage you to do that. The worst that they could do is say no. The best thing that they could do is say yes, and you have an incredible experience that you'll never forget with information that you only could have got if you did that. That's my pro tip of pro tips. Jamel, that is a pro tip of pro tips, but I have to be honest with you. I am an introvert, and I would more likely die in the middle of asking than actually complete <laughs> that question. So if you're listening and you're I'm okay like, with that. That's great, Jamel. There's no chance I would ever do that. Then I have a pro tip for the introverts among us. Give it. Please. Even if you're not going to try to score a dinner with your favorite speaker, almost all of your breakout speakers are willing to share their notes or their slides with you. If you ask And that can be so helpful later when you're trying to like make out that grainy, like, like camera 
picture, <laughs> picture what am I saying? That grainy image you took of a PowerPoint from the back of the room, like yeah. don't do that. Just ask your speaker for their slides. And most of them are happy to share those with you if they're, if they're not, so sorry speakers, um, but most that I've met are prepared and ready to share their slides with you. And so if you're not gonna ask them out for like, hang out and have coffee time, ask them for their breakout slides. I think those two pro tip of pro tips really like paired well with each other. I Look, at us. Look at us go. Oh, friends, we can't wait to see you guys at Orange Conference. It has been too long, too long. And we're about to all be in the same room together. We will see you next week. Let's go. Yeah, we will. See, wasn't that some helpful information? If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, would you consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcast, just like Kerry did when they wrote, this has quickly become one of my favorite podcasts. Thank you for investing in the next generation of church leaders. Thanks for that review, Kerry. Our podcast team loves reading every review that comes in. And we also love seeing all of our podcast listeners at Orange Conference. So I wanna personally invite every one of you to attend Orange Conference, either in person or digitally. You can still get tickets at theorangeconference.com. That's theorangeconference.com. That's how you save your seat for an Orange Conference like you've never seen before. Well, thanks so much for joining us. My name's Dave Adamson, and we'll see you next time on the Think Orange podcast.